This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Megillat Esther, beautiful perush from the Malbim. The Malbim explains that in the world you have different kind of kings and different kinds of rules on countries. Some rule as we found today in many, many countries, and that is democracy, and some, as we found in North Korea and so on, which is dictatorship. And the Megillah is all about, that's the theme, according to the Malbim. We'll explain exactly how things go along. Now, if you open up the beginning of the Megillah, says the Malbim, that we give over here a introduction. Akdama. There would be two ways to appoint a king. One, one is through election. You make an election and you appoint a king. A second one, one that becomes a dictator. He rules over them because he conquered the land. When, he, when a king... When somebody comes and takes over land, he becomes the king over them, and everybody becomes his slave. That's the second way. And there's a difference between them. Much differences. What are the differences? The first one, which means, if you're elected, you're elected normally for a certain period of time. Four years, that's it. You can't get more than four years. So whatever it's decided with those that are electing the king, or the president, or whatever it is, it's only... Temporary, you're not here to stay. There will be a certain time when he's out. And that is such a king that has to follow the law of the land. He's also sworn in, says the Malbim. It's, it's beautiful, the Malbim, that lived so long ago. It's like he's speaking today, in today's politics. And he tells you that such a king is sworn in, and he has to follow the law. And if he's not following the law, he's impeached. And he's out. That's the first kind of rulership you have. Second is, Mamlachabilti the one that took over the land. He conquered the place. He became the king by force. Such a king is such that is molech mamlacha bilti mukbelet. It's endless. Until somebody else can defeat him, until, until there's a revolution, he's the king forever. Mamlacha bilti mukbelet. Ve'u sh'amelech haya lo reshut la'asot kechefzo, ve'achlifamim sh'al ba'atzat sarea etza. He would do such a king that's a dictator. He would do whatever he decides. Anything that he decides goes. And he doesn't need to ask anybody. He would have advisors, but the advisors would only advise him. But at the end of the day, he's the one deciding. Unlike the one that's with a system that works with democracy, over there, he can't decide everything by himself. Although he's the president, but he has a Senate, he has the House of Representatives, he has to consult with others, and he has to follow the law. In Israel also, if the president, if the prime minister wants to do something, there's a court, 
the court can override what he said. Such a dictator could also change the law. There's a law. He decides what the law is. He can change the law instantly. The law doesn't apply to him. It applies to everybody else. And the law could be changed by him. Now there's five differences. This is all into the introduction. We'll see how beautifully it falls into the into the story of the Megillat Testel, this introduction. But we need that introduction. There's five differences between dictatorship and democracy. One, the one that gets um, such that we call democracy is a certain time, as we explained. The king or the president works for the land. He works for the people. We are the people. He works for the country. He just needs to lead, but he can't do anything for himself. It's all for the others. If he does something for himself, you're not allowed to do such a thing. You're impeached. Impeach- impeachment process if you do something for yourself. You're not allowed to do anything for yourself. He collects taxes. He's not allowed to put a penny in his pocket. He collects the taxes and he collects everything that people give him and do, it's not for him. It's for the government's sake. Person that is a dictator, like in North Korea, everybody has to appease him. They have to bring the money to him. Everything belongs to him. He does everything and everything is for him. Second, second difference. All the wealth in the country, all the money, belongs to the country, not to himself. He only has the, has the right to protect everything, to make sure that everything is growing, the economy is growing, it's not falling. But it's not for his, he can't benefit from it in any way, it doesn't belong to him. When you're a dictator, everything belongs to you. All the wealth, all the money around, belongs to you, everything belongs to you. Three. As we explained before, when you are in democracy, you have to consult with, the, with those that are advisors, with the Senate, with the House of Representatives, whatever it is that was appointed, and you have to follow. You can't just do whatever you want. A dictator doesn't have to do that. He can consult, but the consult is just for, him, for his own sake, for his own benefit. If he likes it, fine. If he doesn't like it, he doesn't have to do what they say. Fourth, which means the first one, the, the democracy is, has to follow the law. There's a law, and you have to follow the law. You can't do whatever you want. A dictator, not only doesn't have to follow the law, he sets the law. Fourth, which means, when you're in democracy, if the capital city is Washington and you have a White House, that's where the capital city stays. And you can't change that one day. You decide, you know what, we'll do it in Iowa. The new capital city in, in America would be Iowa. I can't do that. It's Washington, stays Washington. You decide, I want to live. I don't want to live in the White House. I'm going to find a place in New York to live. A mansion in New York. In, 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 I'm going to find a mansion in Florida. I like the weather. I can't do that. That's where it is. You are in Washington and you are in the White House. 
But if you're a dictator, you can do whatever you want. You decide one day to move your house, your palace, your king, your kingdom to a different place and make that into a capital city, capital state. That's fine. You can do that without any hesitation. These are the differences, five differences. Now, let's see how it works into the Megillah. We're reading the Megillah. Which means he wasn't yet a king. Achashverosh was such a person that was from a nobody, he became in, right away into a king. He was very successful in conquering land after land. Sometimes people become king instantly. They, from, from being nobody, take a look at presidents. Sometimes you have presidents you never heard of them before. They came out of nowhere. They never got a job beforehand. The first job they have, boom, they become president. How is that? Kadosh Buhu is Kadosh Buhu makes those changes around the world. All of a sudden, you have somebody you never heard of, never heard of. All of a sudden, within a couple of months, boom, he becomes the, the leader of the of the free world. How is that possible? Kadosh Buhu secret. Over here, that's what happened with Achashverosh. Achashverosh was a nobody. All of a sudden, he started conquering places within a very short time. Says, which means instantly. There wasn't much time between the time that he was a hediot to the time he became a king. Instantly. That's what he says. Instantly, he became a ruler. He became molech. But he's not a king yet. He's on the process of ruling over the world. All of a sudden, everything belongs to him, the entire world. Right away, when that happens, he decided that, and this is the theme, again, of the whole Megillah, according to the, the whole first Perek, according to the Malbi, that right now, since he was a person that just conquered the entire uh, kingdom, he became a, a, a new empire, up to now the empire was Bavel, all of a sudden he became the empire, he wanted to express that he is such a ruler, that is a dictator, and everything belongs to him, and everybody is his slaves. How does he do that? First of all, a Melech Achashverosh, became all of a sudden a king. What does he do the first thing? He changes the capital city. Up to now, the capital city was in Bavel. That was the highest place. Now what does he do? He changes his palace, his throne, where he sits, to where? Shushan Habira. He changes that to Shushan Habira. To set and send that message to the people. What was the point? What was he trying to express with that? He wanted to show that he's such a king without boundaries, without time limit. He does, doesn't, you can't change a king within four years with election. No, he's here to stay. Normally, if you change such an important thing, you have revolution. You have people demonstrating, uh, overturning the government. He's not scared. He's not scared from anybody. He just conquered everything. Everything belongs to him. Everybody's his slaves. He's showing and expressing, I'm not scared. 
And I will be the one that sets the tone. Bet at Godlovegavato, he won. He showed his honor. His is is lift. He lifts himself to a very very high level to show how strong he is and how how much gavai he has. Normally, a king becomes a king, a president becomes a president. What's the most respectful thing? You go to the White House. What a respectful thing. Why? This is the place where all the presidents before you sat. This is the palace where all the kings before you ruined. Now, Achashverosh comes. And instead of doing that, he changes the palace. Why? Why did he try to do it showing that? He says over here that it kol kach. He was he uplifted himself so much. Actually, he said, which means he wanted to show, I don't even care about the previous presidents, kings, rulers. I am one that for myself deserved of having the highest place, a new place. I'm not even on the same level as those that I inherited, I came after. No, I'm respected and uplifted by, by, by myself. That is the reason he changed. Now, Bishnat Shalosh Lemolcho Asam Ishtel Echol Sarav Avadav Chel Paras Umaday Apartemim V'Zarem Dinot Lefanav. Says the Malbim that there was, a, right away he threw a, a, a party, after three years he ruled, he threw a party. What was the agenda? On throwing a party. Well, his time he, he wanted to have a good time. He felt it's time to uh, to drink. It's five, five, time to normally you make a party. You want to get everybody together. You want uh, people to uh, uh, reunite. No, he wanted to show over here something totally different. As we see, point by point. First thing he wanted to show that all the biggest ministers around the world, from all the countries. By him, as low as his slaves, even lower than his slaves. Why? Because normally you have an order how you invite people. You invite, you make a party. You see today, if there's some kind of uh, time that everybody invited, all the leaders of the world get together. So what do you do over there? First, you invite the most important. You bring President Trump. Then after him, you bring... Uh, the, the presidents and, and prime ministers of other uh, more important uh, places around the world, then the least important, then ministers, right? That's the way it works. But you start from the highest, you bring them in, you put them on the front row, then do you serve them first before the others. That's the way it works. They get to speak first, right? Same thing by Torah. You have a Kohen. He speaks first. Kohen v'kidashto. Rishon lechol davar. Achashverosh wanted to show, no, no, no. By me, it's the opposite, because all these important people are by me as the slaves that I have, even lower. And that's why the order that he invited them, what? First of all, the mini ministers around his palace, which were not governors of any, any uh, countries around the world, and invited the slaves, and then Paras, his army, you have all the army come, all the all the soldiers come in. Afterwards, in the end, he brought in the presidents, the ministers of all the countries. Which means, first his slaves, the small ministers, the 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 army, and then he brought out the people. That was what he was trying to demonstrate in that, and that's what it says in the Malbim. He says, 
Why did he do the Mishteh? Leman Shebemishteh Azot Yakim Mezimot Levavo. Whatever he had in mind, all the plan, all the agenda, he wanted to take out and demonstrate in that party that he's showing. V'techef v'seder ha-kuim irat tachlit kavanato. Shekdim tchilat sarav v'avadav. V'chel tzva parasu madai. And only afterwards, hoshiv apartemim v'sarem medinot asher ayu sham sarim lefanav. Rotze lomar. Lifnei kufshu ha-memlachot ha-ele. Before he conquered those places, they were the most important people. ובזר אש אינו חושב כי ברצונם ובבחירתם נתמנה שאז הלא שרי המדינות הגדולות קודמים לשרי המדינה הקטנה. Normally those, those should go in front. over here ערה כי בחרבו וקשתו כבשם and therefore he wanted to show how יהודים ושפולים they are. He wanted to degrade them, to show how low they are. Why didn't he invite them? He could have not invited them altogether. The answer is he wanted to invite them and to show how low they are. We soon will see that he did the same idea to Vashti. He brings Vashti with an agenda to show how low she is, how degraded she is, how, honor, how honorable he is, and how low his wife is. What's the agenda in that? The Malbim explains, because Vashti, as we'll see soon, was a granddaughter of who? Nebuchadnezzar, the king, the, 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 the mighty king Nebuchadnezzar that ruled all over the world. He was the, the, the biggest empire around the world. She was his granddaughter. So people might have in their mind that he's a king because of her. Because he married her. Hashverosh married the, the, the granddaughter of the highest empire. He wanted to show, no. She, I married her. I took her as a slave. I took her as a captive in a war. She was a, she, and she's a nobody. And she's a queen because of me. Now I'm not a king because of her. She's a queen because of me. And I didn't marry her because of her royal... Heritage, but rather I married her only for one thing. What is it? The looks. Vashti has in the Hashverosh eyes only one thing, looks. Nothing else. We'll see how this plays out. But anyway, the purpose of this Mishte was, Be'aroto et Osher Kvod Malchuto ve'et Yekar Tiferet Gidotem Mim Rabim. Shmonim u'me'at yom. Says the Malbim, why did he take out and make such a fancy party? To show that he's using the kingdom wealth for his own benefit. Normally, if you have kingdom and you have over there a lot of wealth, it's a rich country. What do you do with the money? You have to use it, as we said, in democracy for the benefit of the people to elevate the, the, the economy. Over here, you should know. Everything belongs to me. I'm throwing a party and I'm wasting the money to show and demonstrate that everything belongs to me and doesn't belong to the people. That is the purpose of that. Says the Malbim. כבר הקדמנו כי המולך ממלכה מוגבלת כל הוצאה והחוסן הנמצא בגנזי המלכות לא לא היה. Normally in democracy the money the, the wealth doesn't belong to you. אך שייכים למדינה והממלכה ולא לא להתפאר בהם. You can't glorify yourself with the money that doesn't belong to you. לכן ברצותו להשתרר בממלכה בלתי מוגבלת התנכל להחזיק באוצר המלוכה להחזיקו כשלו. He wanted to demonstrate and show the money all belongs to me. The wealth, the gold, the silver, everything belongs to me. והראו לפני רבים עמים להתפאר במו, כאיש המתפאר בקניין הכסף. That's why he says, בהראותו את עושר כבוד מלכותו. כאילו העושר הזה לא של המדינה, רק לכבוד לו, אשר על ידיו הצליח למלוכה. And that's what he showed for many days, to make a point. Next, במלאות הימים האלה עשה המלך לכל העם הנמצאים בשושן הבירה למגדול ועד קטן, משתי שבעת ימים בחדר גינת ביתן המלך. 
Why does he bring Migadol Vatkatan? He wanted to show that whether you're a very high elevated person or very low person, in my eyes, you are equal. Whether you're a gardener, you're, you're a whatever, you, you work at, in the field, or you're a technician in, the, in, 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 in making uh, airplanes war, warfare, it's all the same by me. Whether you get minimum wage or you get a lot of money, whether you're very smart, whether you're very successful, all in front of me, all the same. Everybody says the same. What's the purpose of that? He did it in the royal place. Normally, when you bring somebody to the palace, who comes into the palace? You want to go into the White House. You, you can't go into the White House. There's a now some kind of meal that the president makes in the White House. Who usually have to be invited? Only delegates invited. You have to... It's not, you can't just come in. Over here, wanted to show, no, there's no delegates. Everybody's the same in my eyes. You can be a nobody, you can be a slave, you can be this, you can be that, all the same. To degrade those that are really elevated, to show that in, their, in his eyes, they're not worth anything. That was the agenda, or that was the purpose. All to show that he is the ultimate king, and everybody are his equal slaves. There's nobody's elevated in his kingdom. And therefore, he brought out all the wealth. And... The, comes to the main point now. Pay attention. The main point is the story with Vashti. As I explained before, Vashti was a thorn in his eye. Why? Because Vashti, in one hand, was elevated woman. She came from a royal family. And he knew that people might look at it and say, Oh, Achashverosh is a king because of her. So, therefore, he has to make sure and Show everybody, demonstrate to everybody that that's not the reason he married Vashti, and that's not the reason Vashti is a queen in his kingdom. And that's what it says over here. First of all, he made sure that Vashti makes a party as well. What kind of party Vashti made? Which means, normally, when the president makes a party, who comes to the party first? Who's together with him? Doesn't even come to the party. Who's to gather with him in a party, that's the queen. That's the first lady. She comes in. All the ministers, everybody's... But she's, she sits right near the king. You never see you never see a president and, uh, and, the, and the first lady is in Ezrat Nashim, right? She's always with him and everybody's around, but she's always with him. Over here, wanted to show no. She's not with me. She can, she's making... And that's why he made her make a party. Otherwise, she could, could have stayed home. No. She's a second or third uh, a citizen, level citizen. You make a party somewhere else. Not only that. She's not making a party in the palace, which means this is the palace of the king. Where does she make the party? In a woman's section, somewhere else. Somewhere degrading. Who's coming to her parties? Women. There's no ministers, there's no presidents, there's no kings, there's no royal royalty over there. She brings to the party the women around town. 
גם ושתי המלכה עשתה משתי נשים בית המלכות אשר למלך אחשוורוש says the malbim beautifully. מצד שהחליט עניינה לצד הקדמה. כבר ביארנו פסוק א' שאחשוורוש בעת שתפס כל המלכות שהייתה תחילה תחת שבט בבל ופקודת קסטים, לקח את ושתי לו לאישה, ועל כן הודו כולם במלכותם. יען שהמנוחה מגיעה לו בנחלה על ידי ושתי שיורשת העצר. She comes from a royal family. So everybody said, of course, Achashverosh should be the king. <laughs> Look who he married. Sometimes you marry into such a family. You become, uh, you marry into a Rosh Hashiva's uh, uh, daughter. They make you a Rosh Hashiva. Where did you come from? You do, you were in a Rosh Hashiva. You married into the family. That's it. Rosh Hashiva gets his, his family, right? Into the business. Vata, shekhashav makshavot lemloch malmlacha bilti mugbelet, shalze kharad kola kharada, שרצה להחשיב את עצמו כאילו כבש הממלכות האלה בחרבו ויד חזקה עם לא חלם, רצה ששרי המדינות יסכימו עמו בזה. He wanted to show everybody that everybody should understand that point. עתה היו נישואי ושתי כסילון ממאיר בעיניו. It was like a thorn in his eyes to have ושתי. Why? כי על ידי נישואי ושתי נחשב כאילו מעצמם קיבלו למלוך על ידי ירושת ושתי, וממילא דינו כמלך הנעשה בבחירת העם. It's like he was a king because of her. And ממילא what happens, he's not... A, a dictator, rather it was like elected. He was chosen. He was chosen means that he is, is weaker than somebody who is the ruler, the ultimate ruler. And Mimele, you can eventually put him down. The whole agenda, the whole purpose here is to show that I didn't marry Vashti because of her Yichus, his status. No, I didn't marry Vashti. כי בעת כבש המלוכות מיד בבל, נפסקה מלכות בבל. When he conquered all the lands, בבל, kingdom, empire, stopped. ווושתי באה לידו כשבוית חרב. He took ושתי as a captive. He abducted her. לא על ידי יחוסה לקחה, רק על ידי יופייה. The only important thing that ושתי had was looks. That's it. And that was what, that's what he's, try, he's trying to show. It wasn't like that. Vashti was royal by itself, by itself. She knew Tachsisei Malchut. She was a queen by herself. She was a princess. But he, by, by him, the fact that she's a princess, she behaves in such a way, it was bad for him. It was negative for him. So what did he want to show? No, she's a nobody. Rather, I only married her for one thing. What is it? The looks. Now, if you marry somebody for the looks, it means that they have nothing. Nothing but their flesh, but their look, but the outside, but the gashmiut, but they don't have anything but for themselves. He made her into a queen, not that she made him into a king. And therefore, pay attention how beautiful. Take a look. Every time Achashverosh is speaking, what does he call Vashti? Vashti Hamalka. She's Vashti, she's a nobody. She's Vashti, she has only her name. She's Malka because of me. Vashti HaMalka. When Vashti tries to set the point and show, no, I am a queen. I am a, I'm, I'm coming, I'm a, I'm a princess in essence. What is she calling herself? HaMalka Vashti. And that's what is, is happening over here. Gam Vashti HaMalka asta mishten nashim bet amalchut asher lemelech achashverosh. Which means, he made her make a party to demonstrate and show that what? That she's Vashti Amalka. She's first a nobody, a Vashti. She's a regular citizen. She's only what? Malka because of me. Vashti Amalka. Not that she's deserving by herself. 
ביום השביעי בטוב לב המלך ביין אמר לי מומן דיסתה חרבונה בכתב אבקתה זה תר וקרקש שבעת עשרים משרתים את בני המלך אחשוורוש להביא את ושתי המלכה לפני המלך בכתר מלכות להראות העמים והשרים את יופייה כטובת מראה אי. What's the purpose? He's trying to show normally when a queen comes in all the ministers go in and, and approach her to show how important she is, right? You see when President Trump And the first lady come down from an airplane. You have all the kings waiting for him, right? Wherever he's going to visit. Coming to him and approaching him and greeting him. And over here, what happens? He says, go bring Vashti. Like you're pulling somebody who's a, host- a hostage. Like you're bringing some kind of slave. You were called to the king, escorted to the king. They're like taking her in a degrading way. That's what he says over here. Go bring her. אמר לי מומן בסטיין סוהון להביא את ושתי המלכה לפני המלך. How should she come? בכתר מלכות להראות העמים והשרים את יופייה כטובת מראי. To show, first of all, she wouldn't put the, 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 um, the crown until she comes in front of him. That's what it says here. That they should come, she should come לפני המלך and then בכתר מלכות. Up to now, she's not deserving by herself to put the, the, the crown. <laughs> When she comes in front of the king, that's where you put the crown, to honor the king, not for yourself. And then he told her to come in such a way to demonstrate and to show everybody why he married her. Which means she's not, she's not, I'm not bringing her for any other purpose. Not because she's my wife, not because to show her how important she is, not to consult with her, not to show her behavior, not to show her yichus, not to show... Normally when you have, if you pay attention, every time you have a president, the first lady makes sure to take a certain project, either to teach kids or to make some kind of chesed. Why? To show that she's deserving by herself, to show that she's doing something. She's adding something to the, to the presidency. Contributing. Contributing to the presidency, to the country. Over here, I wanted to show, no, she's a nobody. I married her for one thing, for her looks. Now that's for women very, very degrading when you marry a woman only for the looks. Women get very insulted. There's such a thing that you can't speak about women's looks. Why? Because they feel degraded when you only talk about their look. It's like you're putting them down. It's like you're insulting them because all that's important by a woman is the looks. A woman, you know, today... It's very much out there. A woman is as is equal as a man. That's the way she should be. If you talk about their looks and you emphasize the looks, it's like you're saying that the only important things by her is the looks. That's how, that's as the, the way the mindset is. And that's what the Hashverosh was trying to show. On the contrary, was trying to show the only thing that Vashti has is the look. What does Vashti do? Again, he calls her Vashti Hamalka. He never calls her Hamalka Vashti. She's not a queen for herself. She's queen because he made her into a queen. What does Vashti say? Vashti understood the whole plan. She knew what Achashverosh is planning. But she felt that she was Malka Vashti because she felt she was the queen. She doesn't want to come. And not only that, you want to bring me with the Sarisim? Like, take me like, like somebody who's a captive. And bring, come in front of you? No, no. Now, the king had a problem. In one hand, he saw he, that he's trying to push his agenda and his outlook on the, on the royal kingdom that he just established. On the other hand, Vashti, 
which is the first lady, she's the queen, is contradicting everything, is, is, is breaking the whole plan. What do you do when the queen doesn't go along with the plan? That now makes a lot of sense why you have to get rid of her. What should I do? What should I do? This is, um, this is the beautiful introduction. This only introduction of the Malbim. Just to show you this plan of how the story comes out, how it plays out, the story of Megillat Esther. We just gave the introduction to Megillat Esther. Bezrat Hashem. Anybody that wants to hear the continuation comes on. Purim, and reads inside and follows along, don't dream, during the Kriya, although it's long, although you're tired, although you're hungry, follow along, see how beautifully plays out the story of Megillat Esther. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.